Welcome to Tavern Tales Presents The Power of Friendship, a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play curated for your enjoyment. We've been here a lot lately. Everyone laying on the ground, unconscious, bleeding out. Ellis felt enclosed in the earth, and the earth was awake. It beckoned to him, called to him, whispering that he is the key to unlocking it. This time it weren't no friendly whisper from the void that drew Ellis back to consciousness. No. The cold stone floor of this hidden dwarven redoubt felt familiar to the stone slab the necromancer had laid him out on, but the voice in his ear was human, familiar. Carl, having thrown the crossbow to one side, was at Ellis's ear saying, Gods, Ellis, why did you continue to rush me like that? Don't die, Ellis. Let's get you up and go find those friends of yours. And Ellis... Clawing his way back to consciousness, groaned as he was helped to his feet, saying, Last time I let somebody shoot me. And now, let's peek into the adventure itself, as we see both Vivi and Score begin to make death saves <laughs> as Carl slowly leads Ellis, slowly, towards his dying friends. Slowly. <laughs> Score. You're surrounded by flames, and you know you can just leave this mortal coil and return to the elemental plane of fire. That when you die, this home, this new place will be your home, and it warms you. But everything here is already aflame. Won't you stay and be the ember that ignites the world itself in living flame? Vivi. You float above your body. You can see it below you. Your hair is all in disarray. And you are tugged idly by winds that whisper, though the hair on your mortal frame below you does not move. Read like the wind whispers through rushes that call to you, asking you to answer and be the voice in the, of the wind in the world itself. Both of you make death saves. Got a 13. That is a success. It is a success. 11. That is also a success. Ellis Greenfield moves 30 feet with the help <laughs> of Carl. <laughs> uh, 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 I, you, we're going to talk about how you shot me. 
We're going to talk about this. Carl. I, I, I don't even have a crossbow. Angry. I don't know what you're talking about. Get me to my friends. Yeah, of course. I don't even know where they are. They might be this way. Both of you make mm-hmm. another death save. All right, Basil. Oh, thank you. God damn it, Basil. <laughs> Seven. <Uh-oh. laughs> that is a failure. Basil, Six. you're killing me. That is also a delightful and delicious <laughs> failure. I feed upon failed death saves. It's true. Is this your Ellis, plan? Ellis, you move another 30 feet. You have reached the entrance to this room that w- at one time had a floating stone within it that no longer floats. <laughs> and you know that this is the case because Carl says, huh, I totally thought there was a stone that floated in there. You're less concerned about some supposed floating stone, though, because there, laying in pools of their own blood, their life force fleeting away from you, are your two friends and comrades. Both of you make a death save. Ten. Fourteen. Oh, two more successes. I hunger, you two. I literally (laughs) I thought a ten was a failure. No, 10's a success in my world. Oh. One to nine, failure. 10, to, 10 plus is a uh, success. You are nice sometimes. I'm almost always too nice for my own good. Incorrect. I have a strong objection to that statement. <laughs> None of you are dead yet. <laughs> right, Ellis? Your friends, they do not look right. well. Make a passive medicine. What is your passive medicine score? Let's not make a check. Let's do passive medicine. It's a plus three. So you have 13. I, I well, how... So What's you'd that? have 13 total as a passive medicine check. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, You can cool, see yeah. that their breath still comes from their mouths, their chests lift and lower. Still, they are yet in the world of the living. I, I grab Carl and I, I go, do, do, do you have any healing potions in these caves? You must drink healing potions as a, a cult member, whatever you are. Ugh, you're getting blood all over me. Stop it. I'm sorry. He just looks at you. We may have like a healing kit or something. I don't know. Well, go get it. And I I make my way to Vivi. Cool. You make your way to Vivi. And I put my hand on her and I go, I'm going to cure your wounds. Going to cure them so good. Going to cure those wounds like a bard should. And I cast it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did have a spell slot remaining. This is excellent. I have... I have three. Oh, remaining. you're fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just needed to get to him. I was just doing the healing potion. Tab- <laughs> Technically, you had a movement rate, a movement of zero, but Carl helped you get there. Oh, so now I'm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, you not have you have zero hit points. Technically, you're on the vis- right. vestiges of life yourself. You're just you saved against death. Vivi, all of your successes and failures are erased from your character sheet. And you are brought back to life with a 10 Hey, that's like points. half my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> and how does your character respond to that? Of coming back to life once again. Yeah, you remember, you're floating above your body right now. So you bear witness to this song in kind of a whistling whisper. You can't quite hear it super well because it's coming from a different plane. And as he lays hands upon you, 
in not an unfamiliar way. You are drawn back towards your body. Describe for me what happens and uh, how your character reacts when she's sucked back into her mortal coil. I can only imagine it's like one of those roller coasters that like starts at like 80 all of a sudden. <laughs> and it's just like, boom, it's like, oh! And... <laughs> Wait, like, ah! hi, Alice. Vivi, Vivi, are you okay? No, but better. Wait, does Ellis have like arrows <laughs> sticking out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, don't mind these. I'll, I'll get these out later. And then I like lay on my back. Like, nice. Next, next to Vivi. Score, make a death save. Because I can't move, right? You said? Oh, I mean, they're close enough, but you had to use your action, your round to cure oh. Vivi either way. He has to make a death save. Gotcha. If you choose not to try to roll over and get to him, he will have to make another. But let's see how he did here. Seven. It's another failure. Yes, that's two. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I will take that. Vivi's going to sit up and yank crossbow bolt out of her because fuck that kid. Yeah. And look over at Score, who has, his flame is almost extinguished. And then she's going to look over at Ellis who's a pincushion. She's like, we'll deal with that later. And she's just going to like, just now. grab him and like drag him over to score. <laughs> it's like, nice. do your thing. Uh, Magic song. Watch my arrows. She should <laughs> yank one out. It's like, it's in the way. Oh, my tenderloin. <laughs> oh, did that do a single point of damage? <laughs> I kind of hope it did. Anyway. <laughs> It knocks me unconscious again. Knock I'm like, I'm like, ah! Yeah. No, I, th I think we're fine here. They lay on hands and cast cure wounds upon score, having gotten there in time. <laughs> and I cast cure wounds, and you get nine points of healing. Oh, this one's a power battle. It's like, goo -goo, <laughs> boo -boo, boo. and with my touch, I'll heal your heart. With this touch, we'll never be apart. <laughs> your loot says, uh, oh, that was amazing. Um, You could have used me if you know. You didn't have to make all the mouth sounds. <laughs> I can't bring you to my front. I'm filled with <laughs> arrows. Oh, I did not know that. Well, you could have asked. Uh, when you lay your hands upon Score, he is burning up. He is twice as hot as a body should be. His hair looks to be smoking, like it's about to ignite. And Score, you yourself feel suddenly extremely cold taken and pulled from the primordial realm of fire itself where you felt at home and warm and toasty like you're in a snuggie <laughs> on a big comfy love seat watching your favorite steamy romance tv program <laughs> just like normal Dwayne. of course just like saturday yeah. Yeah, big fluffy pink Snuggie. <laughs> Snuggies are great. Your dill pickle popcorn. Who's 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 anti Snuggie? Yeah, I don't want to know that you person. Can't trust. <laughs> exactly. No friend of mine. No friend of mine. <laughs> so you are pulled suddenly 
into a, like a wintry day. It almost feels like as you're laying there on the stone as Ellis pulls his hand back quickly. You feel as though you're about to get burned, Ellis, actually. Ah, I, I, but I bear through it and I, I hold the hand, hold his hand. I'm I'm also like not really looking at him. I'm still laying on my back in between him and Vivi who dragged me over here. So I'm just like, is he awake? Tell me if he's uh, awake. He's awake and she's going to grab one of your hands and like push on your chest, not where Narrow is. <laughs> it's like, and to yourself, please. So I don't have to keep dragging you. Oh, right. He's like, no, not today. And he looks around and goes, oh, um, whoa, um. Whoa, are we all okay? Are we not dead? Everyone, whoa. Hey, whoa. It's hard to tell all the words he said. You get the meaning because you hear them, but it's hard to pay close attention to it because as he opens his mouth and speaks and does that big, loud, guttural cry, a gout of acrid black smoke erupts from out of his mouth and then curls and floats down to the floor to create this very low-lying fog that is suddenly immediately disrupted with a prairie dog gallivanting about in it and curling up against your side and looking at you with wet eyes and a worried expression. Oh. You okay there, buddy? Yeah, it's just that was a a hard one to come back from. That was yeah, I almost didn't come back this time. That was a weird feeling. I've never not wanted to come back. I don't know what that means. Let's not look too much into that right now. We can unpack that later. Um, glad you're back. Ellis, are you... Why do you have so many arrows in you? Uh, I picture, like, you can only see the arrows <laughs> sticking up through the smoke that is collected on the floor. You just hear me go, Oh, Carl shot me so many times. What? How did he shoot you more than once? Yeah. What, what, what happened? Well, the first time... I, I specifically asked him not to, and he kept doing it. Is Carl in the room? No. Let's say he left the room to go get okay. a medicine <laughs> kit, because he, he did say he was going to go get you a medical herbalism kit. Sorry, continue on. Vivi, that's a good idea. Hold on. And I cast Cure Wounds on myself, and it's like a gentle piano ballad. And it's like, there are times that I hurt. But I want to get better. There are times I get stabbed, but I gotta cure those wounds. And then, like, that happens. <laughs> whatever, whatever that looks like. I don't know if the arrows just kind of just move pop out, out of me or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, you become a hedgehog because they heal over the arrows. <laughs> Oh, they heal over that's, the air. That's some, that's some body <laughs> horror D&D &D right there. Jeez. That's disgusting. Baby just starts plucking them out. Nope, nope, nope. None of that. <laughs> Carl comes in holding a bag. He's like, are you all still alive? Ellis, did you, did you like heal them? I found a healer's kit. Oh, fuck you. Well, fuck you. Why did you shoot him? Uh, I told him specifically not to come any further or closer, and he did, and I shot him. So it was you a, don't shoot him? It was a prepared action, <laughs> and he knew that that was going to happen. You could have been a nice person and decided not to shoot him. I failed that check to change my action, I'll have you know. 
Well, um, guess thought, what? I, You're never getting laid now, Carl. Well, not by Alice. I thought we were friends. Why are you shooting him? I thought you, like, you guys were buddies or something. He was charging me. Maybe he wanted a He's hug. He's going to take the crossbow from me. I know it. And he knows it, too. Anyway, <gasps> Simbo, Doug, <laughs> did you kill Simbo and Doug? If those were their names, yeah. How's it feel? <laughs> they were trying to kill us. What were we supposed to do? I guess that's only fair, but yeah. Why are you with? Why are Carl. you with a cult, Carl? What is going on here? Yeah, what's worth killing me over? Well, it's not a cult. It's a proper religion. You're underground in creepy robes. It's a cult. Also, our introduction to this religion was finding a kid buried under rocks. Cult vibes. Well, he was bad. I I don't know anything about. What did that. he do? I don't doubt he did something bad. Okay, well. Maybe. I don't have kids myself, so <laughs> perhaps you put them under rocks sometimes. I don't know. Like, like Let's I'd table ever have that kids, for now. So why would I know that? What does this religion believe? Oh, lots of great things. But it doesn't seem like you're actually believers or would be. Well, I never heard of it. You never asked, Carl. Fine. Is your sister part of the religion? We haven't really approached her. She's a bit mm, flighty. Oh. Look, I'll tell you, the Believers are a secret group made up of all of the really, really important elders in the entire town. We guard the Moving Stones, which are just over there. You're not that far away from them. And that's probably why you got shot and dispatched and told not to come down here, because we don't like having the stones disturbed. They read the future. Whoa, how stones read the future? Um, super interested because I'm studying divination and this is like totally my thing. And um, hi, Carl. Sorry I yelled at you earlier. Um, can we talk? He looks you up and down and he his like face puckers like he's eaten a lemon. <laughs> and he's like, no, honey, I don't think we can talk. <sighs> Such a dick. <laughs> you wish. Ew, no. But, like, stones that tell the future, that's kind of cool, and maybe something that everyone should know about? He, like, does that um, finger-upraised swirl expression that he's so well-known for, uh, and he says, Listen, sister, you're not going to disturb the Delvers so that we can continue to understand the movements of the stones. This is important, and it's not for the likes of you. And then he looks you up and down and up again. Well, I'm sorry, Carl, to do this, but, and I point to like the tin badge and I go, I'm going to have to take you in for attempted murder and general culting. You're going above ground. And then downtown. Sorry, I'm still, I lost a lot of blood, but Carl, you're going to jail. I'm, I'm, a, I'm making a citizen's arrest. Put your hands behind your back. No, I don't think so. I turn to the group. I go... <laughs> Well, that's all I've got. <laughs> Look, you all better get out of here as soon as you can. I don't doubt that Braylon and his dad will be back very soon with others. The bringers of woe are not the best. Uh, she's going to point to the, the dad who's encased in ice. <laughs> that's right. And be like, uh, him? Oh my, that's terrible. Yeah, the kid shot me. Super shitty kid. But yeah... Dad is super, uh, well, he's, he's frozen to death. Uh, we're, there's no really sugarcoating that. Look, Carl, 
I don't like you. You don't like me. That's out there. That's fine. Think of this as a business transaction. I just want to know information. I'm not going to do anything. I just want to know what you know. And in exchange, I won't encase you in ice. Whatever, princess. I'm not a princess. I'm a librarian. Score, say something mean. Vivi. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll uh, score will walk over to Carl and just... You don't walk over to Carl. Carl will back up. Well, he'll start moving towards Carl then. Carl will just back up. So what, he leaves the room? Look, I have the crossbow. We've encountered this before <laughs> with Ellis. I'm going to leave. And you can, like, get your information from Bar Augustus or Laroque himself. Like, whatever. Where are they? Score. He'll shoot you. Trust me. Carl, you need to get out of here and not talk to anyone or let them know we're here because there's something going down here that we need to figure out. Well, actually, tell your sister that you saw us and that I say <laughs> hi. That, But that just that one. He gives you a look like, I'm not telling my sister that. <laughs> Sorry, Score. C- continue. That kind of took the luster out of what I was saying there, Ellis, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, just, Carl, get the heck out of here, and we're going to do what we have to do. And if you come back, you're either going to be frozen or burnt alive. So just get out of here. And tell your I sister. I want information. <laughs> Fine. Go. Or I'm going to cast hold person on you, so make up your mind. <laughs> do you even have those spells left? How many do you I have I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have three spell slots left. There you go. Carl starts backing away. Is he heading back to where the my staff wanted to go, or is he going in a different direction? Yeah, he's going into that room. Okay. No. Well, he can't get past you to the way he wanted to go before, so he's backing up to where he shot Ellis. You see the big trail of blood that Ellis has <laughs> left behind, that <laughs> Carl carried Ellis over to you and saved your lives. He's like, talk about a bunch of ingrates. Literally dragged the person over them who saved their lives. And he lies to me about getting a medicine kit and help for healing potions or some bullshit when he could have done it himself entirely the entire time. But whatever, I guess it doesn't really matter. You shot him! Is the healing kit right there? Yep. I grabbed her. (laughs) Sorry, are you adding healing kit to your character sheet or something? Is that what you're trying to do? Can I? No, you cannot, because inside there is a half-eaten ham sandwich (laughs) and two apples. I'm adding that, then. Two apples. Ham sandwich. (laughs) The apples are like one HP, right? That's like classic role-playing game. Each each apple's one HP. Yes. Like (laughs) HP sauce, right? (laughs) Carl, this isn't even a kit. You're mad at me of something that you didn't do. (sighs) I hate that guy. Useless. All right. We got to get out of here. No, we need to find stones. Also, we need to go back to that room that Carl's and there's something there that's like, it sounds weird, but it's calling the quarterstaff to it or something. So I need to go back that direction. There's something there. Because the stick you're carrying is telling you to go into that room? I feel like it's pulling or pushing me that direction. I don't really talk to my staff as much as you talk to your loot as much. We're not as close friends. I feel like my loot just happens to be a little more verbal. It is a musical instrument after all. Guys, I don't think, I don't want to be, I don't think. <laughs> we, we know, Ellis, it's, it's okay. A, we still love you anyway. Okay. 
All right. I just wanted to get that off my chest first. Second, if these cult people come back, we're finished. Well, we killed most of them. Well, we don't know how big this cult is. There could be like 20 people. And that, that's a lot of people for us to kill. Do we have that many elders? The names that he mentioned that we killed, are those people like we would recognize in town as... Yeah, maybe one was like a farmhand, the other worked the blacksmith. Okay. You're vaguely aware of these people. Okay. But it wasn't like the mayor or something. Super. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It isn't a super small town. So, Is there anything on them? I searched through the, the bodies in the room. What here. are you looking They're, for? Are they where? I'm looking for anything that, that might be cultish or religion-ish. Do they have any sort of insignias or anything like that? Or is it just the robes? Make a religion. Are they wear- they're wearing robes, right? I got. It's always a good sound. <laughs> yeah. I got a three. You are like, these people are religious. <laughs> Vivi is also going to go looking through stuff. If there's anything that she can recognize or that will lead her to something she can study. Okay. What are you? You're looking for something to study? Or like anything that looks. Like it might have importance, like religion stuff, or if there's if anyone conveniently has a map or like a book on what these stones actually are, <laughs> their personal diary. They don't seem to have any of those sorts of things on them. Well, that's rude. Can she look at the robes? Do they fit her? Well, they're like covered in blood and press a digitation. <laughs> yes, that cleans one foot. <laughs> Of fabric. <laughs> the most dirty part. <laughs> We're going to have to go back to my dad's anyway to do laundry. Look at my shirt. <laughs> Score, if your staff is calling, then if I've learned anything so far, it's that we stick together. And I trust you and you guys. Let's go into that other room and figure out why your stick is excited. It's a quarter staff. It doesn't like being called stick. That much I know about it. Oh, Sorry. God. Quarter staff. I'm really woozy, guys. <laughs> Eat I an apple, Alice. this enough. Your blood sugar is low. Yeah, go ahead and finish yeah. that sandwich off, man. It'll, it'll probably help your blood sugar. I pick up the sandwich and I take a bite. <laughs> Make a perception check. Not about the sandwich. <laughs> All three of you. I got, well, I always round up to passive, right? Yes. Is that, yeah, 14. I got a natural 20 for a total of 23. Wow, you don't hear anything. Score? 15. I'm just kidding. I was to say what <laughs> You've gone deaf, just so you know. You, can't, you can hear Ellis crunching on the ham and cucumber sandwich as he snaps into yet another cucumber. And Vivi, how did you do? 15. All of you can hear the tinny, faint sound of a flute being played in the distance down towards where Carl... The room that Carl had fled into, uh, but not in the direction that Carl went, which was back the way he went, where basically he followed Ellis's blood trail out of the tomb of moving stones. And you, my friends, hear it coming instead of from the right in that room, the left. This is frustrating. Okay, score. We're going to go figure out your stick thing, and then we're going to follow the flute thing because... My curiosity needs to be satiated or I'm going to go and crit insane. The flute strikes a discordant note and a voice. You cannot make out very well. It seems maybe it's masculine. Uh, complains. 
and the flute restarts the same song it had been starting with that you first heard. Yeah, then I'll head back to the room wherever the, the quarter stuff had that reaction. Is it still there? Is it is it pulling me towards the flute sound, or is there something in that room? It's a huge square chamber that has been hewn out of rock. The floor is rough but flat. The walls show the chisel marks of the original builders, and the ceiling is 20 feet high. Identical stone doors with iron pull ring handles stand in the middle of of three of the walls. The one to the south across from you, there is no door there. In the center of the room, there's a lifelike and life-sized statue of a dwarven warrior wearing a chain shirt, helm, and big boots. He carries a shield on his left arm, a battle axe in his right, and the statue has clearly been broken into, roughly. The head, the upper torso, lower torso, and legs. And these pieces have been reassembled and held together and upright in a stout wooden frame. A dagger lies on the floor with some coins and gems in front of the statue, surrounded by a ring of fine gravel. Amen. You're going to get that. Then got to get the piece of wood, man. Um, what? It's a hilt, man. You've got to get it. It's part of me. Oh, okay, um... Sure, I I have a feeling that I'm going to end up fighting a stone dwarf over this, but okay. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? It's the end of the world, but I got you by my side. I can tread water forever, no matter how high it's high. Just take my hand in yours and I'll take yours in This has been The Power of Friendship. Our intro and outro song is The Power of Friendship by Miss This. Check out their music on Twitter, YouTube, or join their Patreon today at Miss This Band. Join us next month for more of the adventure. And as always, thanks for listening. Ooh.